0: Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment in HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's William Tincup and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Dina Owen from PitchMe. We'll be learning about the business case or the use case for why prospects and customers pick PitchMe. So let's jump right into it. Dina, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and PitchMe?
0: Absolutely. Thank you, William, for having me. Um, sure. My name is My name is Dina. I'm a co-founder and CEO of PitchMe. It's a skills-based talent marketplace we are based around the idea that what should matter in the recruitment process are skills of candidates and not their employment and education history. So for that particular reason, we have designed a new form of professional presentation, which is called Smart Me Profile. It's a real time picture of skills, abilities, knowledge and experience of uh, a candidate designed in innovative way. Instead of working with application forms, uh, resumes or tests, we are using digital sources related to each individual and convert obtained big data into measured and validated skills profiles. So we exist as a talent marketplace, matching candidates to employment and education opportunities, as well as we are integrating into leading HR systems.
1: Um, a lot of stuff to unpack there. First of all, it's very cool. Um, so when we talk about skills, abilities, knowledge, and experience on, on one, on one hand, we're, we're looking at the resume and LinkedIn and we're saying, okay, that's great, but those are kind of old fashioned and not a great way to understand or the, all of those four things, uh, skills, abilities, knowledge, and experience. And so on some level, The person self identifies what those things are, and then there's, as you said, there's validation. Could you take us into a little bit of each one of those and how you validate?
0: Absolutely. So, we are not completely saying, uh, being CVs or being resumes, uh, and LinkedIn profiles, we are saying that. Modern people and modern professionals acquire skills on a daily basis mm. and by checking simply the history of employment or trying to tick this keyword boxes um, when you're looking for the right talent is not the right way right. because, first of all, you are missing quite a lot on the personality of the candidate second of all people adjust and tailor every resume for each job so meaning they are scrapping out what they consider irrelevant to a certain position however it might be very very important um, if you are looking for a new fresh uh, non-conventional talent so this is what we are saying uh, Upgrade your information or upgrade the knowledge about a candidate you are screening for a role with additional sources, which can give you a better picture of this person.
1: I love that. I love because you know what I love about the, when you say skill that people are learning skills that are it's almost like micro skills. Like it's not like you learn Java in a day, it's, but but your, your your experience with Java, your skills in Java can change or react or whatever can change you know, moment to moment. So it's almost like micro uh, skills where you're looking at uh, at that. I love that. And I love that for people uh, being able to search for that. So the marketplace itself is, if, if we do understand, it's set up for sourcers, recruiters, hiring managers, anybody that's looking for this type of talent. What, is, what does that look like for them? So like if, let's say it's a React developer or, you know, you can give us a, a position, I guess. But what shows up when they when they search?
0: Absolutely. So, uh, employees and recruiters come directly on the marketplace. They can either upload their job descriptions, which is ready, mm. well, they can use our product job description generator, which is going to create a bespoke uh, job description text for you. So it's it's instant, you upload a position and you get results immediately. So on our marketplace, there are more than 300,000 candidates who created profiles with us. So we take the full um, kind of like the overall pool of candidates and we match people and rank them based on the hard skills requirements, soft skills requirement, personality type employers are looking for enabling not only um, professional fit, but also team and culture. So when employer is going to receive this instant shortlist and matched list of candidates, they will be able to see nothing else than the skills profile. So we are trying to improve diversity and inclusivity in hiring process. So our initial matching algorithm is anonymous and Mm -hmm. this is how we help employees to focus on the core, which is skills.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which is, which is beautiful. So, so take us into the job uh, description uh, generator and also the personality type. So on, on one level, uh, some folks in the in the U.S. might think of the job description generator. I think Jobbyte has uh, one that's free, but the better one is paid. And then Textio, they're probably most familiar with Textio uh, in terms of of like Grammarly for job descriptions, if you will. Um, so take us into yours, a and then B on the personality type. You mentioned that twice. I'm assuming that I'm assuming that's an assessment. And if so, is that like Hogan uh, assessment, or yeah. is that one that you built your, yourself?
0: Absolutely. So the job description generator was a spin-off uh, from our uh, existing product, which is Marketplace, when we realized that uh, 80% of the bad results that employees receive are results of the bad uh, initially written text of the job requirements. And um, being an AI and machine learning based company, we have addressed this challenge by studying millions and millions of uh, job descriptions from 1995 uh, and building not the templates of text, but actually building the bespoke uh, parts and elements of the job description require, uh, required or kind of like trending now. Uh, so if you would say, I I'm looking for a React developer, uh, this is what you're going to pick, the job title. The skills that you need to mention in this job uh, description are going to be suggested by us. The requirements uh, that you need to mention in this job description and the years of experience are going to be suggested by us. The soft skills and personality section, so what is required or what is going to be ideal candidate for the role is also going to be suggested by us, because we have started millions of job descriptions, we can generate you the most common or kind of like the most um, frequently mentioned um, skills and experiences that uh, Employees are mentioning when they are writing these job descriptions. So the w- once you have this text ready, it can be customized. You can just download it and use use elsewhere, or you can post positions on the platform. So that's our uh, job description generator. We love that. Yeah, we became the product of the day and the product hunt uh, last year. So it's still in a high demand because I think it's free and it's really cool gamified thing. About the personality, so this is the probably the hardest part to to explain that we are not competing with psychometric tests, uh, no. methodologies, MBTI, Big Five, Hogan, you mentioned, mm-hmm. and this and many, many more. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> all of those psychometric testing or behavior test analysis was done based on the um, assessment of candidates and interaction of candidates with Tests. What we have designed, it's pretty much a combination of uh, big four um, schools, DISC, MBTI, Big Five, and um, sorry, I forgot the five personality testing. Sorry, I forgot the, the, the title of that methodology. But we had uh, behavior scientists uh, in the team and psychometricians who did exactly the same approach, but using only big data. So using um, not interaction and not responses from candidates, but using these digital traits. And converting those uh, factors or that data points that we can obtain from the external sources in in this personality assessment. So technically, you can give, I'm not saying 100% accurate uh, personality and uh, psychometric results, but you can have at least a basic understanding of where this person fits into like what environment, what culture, what motivates him or her. Uh, earlier than uh, any other recruiter would do. Usually this uh, assessment of personality is done on the third or the fourth stage of screening process. We we introduced this into the pre-screening process. So now you can make sure that people who uh, who fit into nine-to-five culture are not going to be matched with startups.
1: Love it. So uh, the type of talent you and I have talked uh, a bunch about tech talent, uh, but I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole you there. (laughs) Um, What what right with the three hundred thousand profiles that we have right now? What is it clustered around?
0: Right. So we are. We started focusing from digital uh, professionals, mm-hmm. uh, everything related to IT, creativity, marketing, design, uh, data science, and so on. So, like However, pro-
1: professional services, or uh, I'm trying to think of how other people think of that as uh, um, white collar jobs, professional services. Uh,
0: um. I- initially, yes. So. Like- Initially, yes. Now we are moving into finance. We have Mm -hmm. also done pilots with large recruitment agencies uh, for blue collars, and we have been surprised. Yes, because we thought that those type of professionals are not going to have digital presence. Right. Um. Yeah. And we have been absolutely uh, surprised by seeing that. Quite
1: good results, to be honest. Oh, that's so, interesting. Was, the term I was searching yeah. for is knowledge workers. So that's that's where you've, other than the uh, hourly we just talked about, you probably got a, a m- most of your database uh, or your, your population right now is 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 filled with knowledge workers. Um, let's talk a little bit about the the business model, not specifically, but in general. Uh, I would assume it's free for candidates. And then it's a kind of a SaaS model um, for employers?
0: Yes. So we are monetizing B2B customers, so employers, recruiters. Uh, Those who are coming on the marketplace, they can uh, purchase different uh, credits uh, to unlock candidate profiles. So technically, we are selling leads of candidates on the marketplace. Right. Those who are using PeachMe as an integration into HR, CRM, or ATS systems, uh, we are operating as a SaaS subscription.
1: We Love that. Okay, good. Um, you, you. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I don't think you you're doing any internal mobility yet, but I can see this easily translating. You know, like it's into the organization, like a, like an internal marketplace. Do you you see that as well or, or have your customers asked you to go and help them with that part of their problem as well?
0: Uh, i hope i'm not giving any commercial secrets away right now but <laughs> you spotted it completely right so that upscaling and rescaling part that we do for candidates on the marketplace right. which is again completely free for them um, is the next step to be up- upgraded to the internal mobility learning development planning and motivational planning for larger organizations uh, working with internal employees so not with external Candidates, but but with internal talent. Uh, however, PeachMe is quite busy <laughs> with doing new integrations and uh, expanding to new markets. So I just don't know when it's going to happen in our pipeline.
1: Right. Well, hopefully. Uh, I mean, first of all, you know, it's it's one of those things. The market kind of takes your customers, kind of take you. At one point, they kind of take you where they want you. And uh, and uh, again. It, Everyone's going to solve for this, and you're solving it in talent acquisition, which is wonderful, getting people better matches on both sides. Uh, they're going to need to do it internal as well, and so it's just a question of kind of when you, when you get to it. Uh, so I get that. Let's do some buy side questions. Um, so questions that, you know, when, when people are thinking about, you know, the skills-based marketplace and matching in general. Uh, you know just better better ways of looking at match and y'all have got a really refined way of uh, an elegant way of looking at match what are questions that practitioners should ask you in terms of like you know in terms of the differences between you and somebody else but also just kind of the questions that you love hearing from from uh, from practitioners
0: That's a beautiful question, because obviously taking innovative product on the market is um, 20% about product, 80% about execution, right? Right. so, and taking it in the right moment of time on the market. So, when we have started maybe three years ago, the market wasn't there yet. And the questions which we have been receiving, like, why are you better than LinkedIn? Or uh, why should I be using you instead of Indeed? And so on and so forth. So, where we are currently is the market is Probably adjusted to this kind of like global talent pool competition, to the uh, upskilled, reskilled professionals, to hiring people from non obvious backgrounds, career shifters, and so on and so forth. So, what questions we see uh, more often is um, quality. So, how do you measure the quality of uh, of the results that I am receiving? So, how you ensure that you are bringing me a relevant relevant person, even if I don't see the relevant background or relevant education in the profile? Um, How would this person, or how to ensure this person fits into my existing team, and so on, as well as very technical and uh, pragmatic questions about the unit economics of this, about how to measure results of this. Because when you have never done or when you have never invested into such innovation, it's really difficult to justify this expense. So we are trying to work hand in hand with our employees and uh, customers and to identify the metrics which are important for them and try to explain where PitchMe fits into, into their success measurements.
1: I love that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a demo question, but I'd like it for for the answer on two levels. Your favorite part of showing people pitch me and what you perceive or think their favorite part of seeing pitch me is
0: my favorite part is also real success stories so i personally love to tell stories about how we are placing career shifters or how people who have been um, not considered before uh, for the recruitment process they have been considered after they have been presented by Peachme, So that's my favorite one because it gets to a you know, like very personal level and everyone um, associates or kind of like relates to, to these personal stories. Um, when we talk or when we do product validation uh, service of our customers, um, they are very skeptical before they start using it. Um, obviously new product have never heard of this before and so on and so forth so we like to see how the most skeptical people in the room uh, they just become brand ambassadors you know so um, this is probably the best the best part and this is why we do it
1: and when they look at the software for the first time, you've told you're telling them these stories, and uh, but they look at the software for the first time. They look at this uh, skills-based marketplace. What do they get? What do they get excited about?
0: They get excited about the fact that you can update and bring your database up to date instantly Mm. uh, using external sources so they all see the big like value in saving recruiters time or researchers time and this is very easy to measure you know how, how much time you can save and how much money you can make On top of this, uh, they look into the quality or the spectrum of the results or external sources that we can enrich their resumes with. And they become um, really intrigued when it's a very non-obvious source such as Podcast or blog or maybe even online uh, gaming profile, you know. So this is something which recruiters uh, have never considered before, or maybe they have thought about considering it, but they didn't know how to. And the last but not the least are um, the user experience, because the the way we designed. Um, those profiles of the way we design the overall kind of like user experience is very user friendly. Um, and I don't know how many uh, recruitment tools, uh, even technological tools you have seen before, sometimes it all breaks into into how easy is it to navigate or how easy is it to use.
1: I love that. So just so just so the audience understands when we when we update their data, can you take data out of like out of their ATS? And, yes. and, and then obviously refresh it and bring it up to date.
0: Absolutely, instantly. So you don't need to fall it anymore. Uh, it's just a matter of a click of a button and it's instant results. Oh.
1: Well, the, what's beautiful about that is uh, most recruiters don't go back into their ATS because they, they don't trust the data. And this is a way of the, then helping them trust the data because the data is up to date.
0: Yes. And what we say our motto is don't buy new leads. Utilize the full potential of your database, which you already have.
1: Yep. So customer uh, success stories, you, you mentioned those are the stories you love telling. Tell us a couple of those without brand names or any of that type of stuff, but just some of the stories you like to tell people.
0: Um, so I think the most recent one. Um, It's a big recruitment agency. Uh, Their main struggle, uh, why they came across PitchMe, was the amount of profiles they need to introduce to a customer in order to make one placement. And the second problem was the speed of getting in front of the candidate or to get in touch with a relevant candidate. So if we were to talk about the first uh, goals, which is amount of candidates they screen in order to have one job, Offer uh, before pitch meet was six to eight uh, that they had to present to to customer. Now it is two to three. So every yes, every three profiles they submit at least to receive a job offer, and uh, the speed. Um, they, we improved the conversion uh, of the candidate responses uh, for the roles they're staffing up to 60%. So bef- because they know a bit more or way more about this candidate, they can market their position, uh, positions way better than they did before. So they are reaching to relevant candidates in a relevant uh, or in the right time. And the conversion of responses and uh, applications increased by 60%.
1: I love this. You know, I want to ask you. We'll go backwards just for a second on the product. You had mentioned soft skills and hard skills. I just want to make sure I got that right. Now, audience <laughs> got that right. So, as you is as, as you think about, or we think about skills, is there is there other ways to think about that?
0: Uh, well, so the hard skills example is something which can easily be measured, right? So. Right you know the programming language or do you know accounting or do you know copywriting and so on. So this is kind of like professional related skill. When we talk about soft skills, it's leadership, adaptability, flexibility, and so on and so forth. Uh, and when we talk about the personality part, it's usually ideal environment or ideal work context. So what role in the team you play, what leadership style you need, and so on and so forth.
1: Love that. Um, And last thing, do you, uh, do the candidates, do they, uh, do they note, especially post, uh, you know, post-COVID, we're technically not out of COVID yet, Um, but, uh, but, but are people noting hybrid, remote, onsite, like their preference in terms of where they want to work?
0: Yes, absolutely. So when candidates on board, uh, they they have to select, uh, like, mm-hmm. or they have options to choose from. Do they want freelance? Do they want part-time? Is it hybrid model? Is it fully remote? And so on. And the same happens with employers. So when they post a position, they choose the same, like work conditions.
1: I lied. I do have another question. Uh, what about comp? Do they self-identify what they believe they're worth? Or do... Uh, the employers put uh, comp in terms of here's what the job is worth?
0: Oh, um, I think it changed a lot. Uh, so now they are focusing more on the uh, personality and the skills which cannot be trained, uh, you know, so th- exactly the personality and soft skills rather than professional fit. So from based on our interviews or based on our um, research of um, employers' preferences, they say, okay, fine, we're going to train uh, hard skills or professional skills which are lacking, but if the person is the right fit into the team and the culture, we would rather take him.
1: That's right. That's right. So I, I think, I, uh, first of all, that you answered a, uh, another question, but uh, uh, I'm glad you did. I was talking about comp in terms of, of pay, salary.
0: Uh, salary
1: so when, when, uh, when a candidate comes in, do they self-identify what they're worth and or does the employer, when they post in the job description, are you asking them about salary information?
0: Yes. So salary has to be transparent from the employer side. Right. Uh, For candidates, we do a little bit of help as well, like with job description generator to employers. We help with a salary calculator uh, to candidates.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Based on their skills, Location, years of experience, and so on. And based on their preferences, are they looking to relocate? Are they looking to stay remotely? We suggest what salary range they can compete for.
1: I love it. This has been absolutely wonderful. Dina, thank you so much for carving out time uh, for us.
0: Thank you, William, to have me. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time.
0: You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.